Okay, so I'm in a bit of a purging mode right now, and I'm feeling so proud of it. Like, all last week, I was kind of in this mode of, oh, hey, I can just clean up this whole room. This is no big deal. And, oh, hey, I can do it again in this other room, right? And, you know, some people call this, like, a spring cleaning routine thing, but, like, spring, any kind of cleaning has never been a routine for me, right? Like, it hasn't really registered in my regular life to feel like this is, like, this is, like, this beautiful thing, you know, like, and maybe I'm a little bit too extreme in talking about it. It's not like I don't ever do it. It's just that it never really feels very natural to do it, right? Like, it has become habit over time because I've kind of forced myself into it a little bit. Because otherwise I totally miss the mark and I don't even realize things need to be done, like, at all. You know, like, I was the one where, like, you know, like, I move out and I have a roommate. And literally all year long, I never cleaned one dish, right? <laughs> like, like it just never occurred to me. It's like, oh, you eat and then you just put it in the sink. And then it just magically disappears, right? <laughs> and, like, I don't know what was going on there. Maybe, like, we were just all immature 18-year-olds and we didn't want to, like, step on each other's toes. So we just kind of, like, took care of stuff without even saying anything. But it just never really occurred to me. Uh, like, I don't think I ever, like cleaned anything no toilets no nothing no like no dishes no nothing right um anyways so then it was like then I get married and then I find out like I don't know six months later that it's like oh it's an important thing when living with other people do not like leave your socks in the same in in like random spots or like you know like make sure certain things are like in order or or like not to leave the dishes unclean for like two weeks, you know, it's like, <laughs> and then, you know, and then now I'm in the not opposite, but kind of right where it's like anytime I enter the kitchen that I need to do anything, it's like the automatic go to is like, okay, collect dishes, put them in the dish, wash them. And then, and then at some point I'll get to the point where I want to put them away and stuff like that. But Basically, that's turned into my little groove thing, right? But recently, it's been kind of a nice aha moment to be like, hey, so I have energy at the beginning of the day. What if I just use some of that energy to like really kind of deep clean one little thing that that would be meaningful to me, right? So like one of the days I like deep kind of semi deep cleaned my bedroom, right? Wait, like like wiped away all the cobwebs, wiped all the baseboards, like cleaned out and vacuumed under the bed and like wiped all the like windows and you know the walls, like anything that I could reach basically got a little like touch up, right? And that was huge. I don't think I've ever done that. You know, like I've been living outside of my parents' home for like 14 years. <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that for, like, my own bedroom, right? So, anyways, that was a huge moment. I was like, oh, my goodness. Like, maybe this is what, like, 33 looks like, right? Like, this is so crazy. Um, so, like, that was, that was kind of cool. Um, and then, you know, and then the days before, it was, like, other stuff, right? Like, the back room. Like, I, I like, cleared it out, right? And I cleared out like a big pile of stuff that was on a couple dressers 
Because the way the back room works, it's kind of a shed. It's kind of a dining room. It's kind of like a schoolie room. It's a craft room. And that's just the beginning of it, right? That's like five different purposes for this tiny little room that leads to the back yard. And it's a boot room. There we go. <laughs> and it's kind of storage room too, right? Uh, yeah. So there we go. Six purposes to this tiny room. And then somehow it's like, hey, let's see if we can just like clear out as much as we can so that I can have some sense of feeling like, hey, this is, this is worth it. This is worth it to do this. And, and it's going to be awesome. And so I did. I cleared it all out and like turned like instead of the dressers having like massive clutter piles on top it was like hey it was completely clear washed with soap and then I put like books on display I was like oh well this is a neat new like purpose to this right before it was just like a catch-all collect-all thing and now it's like oh this is like a spot for like like engaging with stuff that we're looking for because I took out our bookshelf it was like breaking apart and I was like, you know, there was a part of me that was like, I just want to keep it because I don't have another bookcase. And we need a spot for our books. But then I was like, no, but it's like broken. And it's just leaving this energy in this house that's just like, bah, I don't want to do that. So then I'm like, okay, it's going out. But then I realized, oh, I can just put it on display, like on top of the dressers. Like I could just totally do that, right? So then I did. And it's been working lovely. It's nice when other people around me notice the changes, right? Like some of the, the kids will be like, oh, I like this. This is a nice new way to put our books. I'm like, oh, you're welcome, right? <laughs> and so that's been really cool. Um, and, and then like yesterday, we just like cleared out another one of our rooms, you know, because lately, like typically my rhythm was like, hey, let's do... Um, one room a day because before I used to just try to do every single room every day and that fell flat really fast because I just always feel like you know every room needs to be clean but it's not and it's like this constant cycle of feeling guilty for something that I just wasn't capable of doing anyways so then I was like okay so then what so then I'm like well what if I just thought of every room that I would want to be clean at some point in the week and just say, just do that once in the week. Just once a week, it, it sh it, I want it clean, right? So I've been doing that lately. And then lately, I've been noticing also, though, is like, yes, that works for bare minimum. Because then at least it, it, there's like that habit that's happening, right? But if I really want to, to live in a way that I would want to live, it would really mean that each room or the, each part of the house... It's almost like it needs a threefold plan. It needs like, you know, the main room that is just the habit, just to say that you, you touched it. And then the other is like, hey, but this is like one room that we would actually like to do. Like, so then I kind of said, hey, 50-50. It's like, let's say Mondays was typically back room. So then let's just say, and then Tuesday is like piano room. So let's just say Monday is actually going to be back room and piano room. Back room because we'd love to touch base on it. Piano room because then it makes it so then Tuesday just feels like it's cleaning clean. Because I want to get to that point where I actually feel like I'm cleaning clean. So I don't get so bogged down with deep cleaning every single day. Because that's what it turns into. Like... Um, even though one room a day is still less than trying to deep clean every space every day, it's still so intense that it doesn't work. 
but then doing it once a week, yes, it helps with the habit, but it still is inviting this energy of like, it's still deep cleaning every single day though, like out of necessity. Because a week's worth of not of neglect for that room really doesn't amount to like Mom, being able does to this just like have liquor in it? it says liquid. Uh. It's liquid smoke. So they take like um uh wood that they have create like made to a certain state and then they like soak it in water and evaporate it and like turn it into this liquid smoke ingredient. So then it has a flavor like it's from from a campfire or something. So anyways, um, yeah. So then I was thinking, well, what if I just at least 50% it? So then, instead of feeling like it's been a week since that room has been touched, it's just been one day. And then it's consecutively just the cycle of this. It's only been one day since this has been touched kind of feel, right? So then I thought, okay, I can do that. Okay, let's do it. So then it's like, okay, Monday can be like backroom piano room. Tuesday can be like piano room and kitchen because Wednesday is kitchen. So then kitchen, Wednesday can be kitchen and floors. And then Thursday can be like floors and bathroom beds, those kinds of things. And then Friday can be bathroom beds and, and donation and garbage stuff. And then Saturday can be donation garbage stuff and like prepping for the next day for Sunday. And and then Sunday can just be like the basics, right? The basics and back room, right? So then we're gonna stop on Yeah, but that's just for a break. I'm not talking on, on a, about a vacation break week. I'm talking about every single day. So this is my last like few days of that. So today is what? Tuesday. So Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I have five more days to practice this and a little bit on Sunday before the break happens. And it'll be great. Well, no, I'm still having a break whether or not the passport comes because everything's organized. So it's kind of nice. It's like and something lovely that's been just in percolating is like, hey, I have been learning how to do this. And when I say do this, I mean like how to do life and breaks and life and breaks and life and breaks a little bit better. Um, because it used to be that it was like, hey, I do and do and do and do and do and then I'm dead, right? Do and die is kind of like how I felt. And I kind of like talked myself into this somehow, right? Because when I was younger, my whole mantra was like, oh, sleep is for dead people, right? So I was just like a do-do-do kind of a person. And I never really considered, like, how important sleep was for my whole body and system and all this kind of stuff. So I'm still in the process of, like, gaining a testimony of that. But, like, doing little by little here by there. And thankfully, it's working little by little. It's just working, like, just great, right? Um, And then also, I've just been learning so much about letting go of stuff. You know, like recently, a couple months ago, March, April, May, June. So it's been three months. It's been three months since I canceled my regular rhythm routine that I usually am in 
where I'm super hardcore intense, right? Super hardcore intense, wake up every day 4 a.m. and and just go and like get myself ready, do my scriptures, do like yoga teaching, da da da. But it was getting to the point where I was not doing scriptures anymore and I was just doing the yoga and it was like just getting to be a grind because it wasn't just like once a day, it was like two or three times a day. And it was just becoming a thing where it actually felt like work. And I don't do well when I actually feel like I'm working. I do way better when I feel like I'm not working, right? And I'm just living my life, right? And as often as possible that I can just feel like I'm just living my life and not working, that's basically my jam, right? That's like where my sweet spot is. And, and for some people, that's not their jam, but for me it is. Because I need to feel like I'm not working for me to be the most productive, right? My highest productivity happens when I'm like, you know, unsupervised and just get to like figure out my jam and, you know, do it out of my own ownership and do things out of my own, you know, my own spontaneity and my own individual independent creative process and all of those kinds of things, right? So it's been really nice to just like be okay. Like it was almost like my ankle injury was this massive blessing to help me just kind of wake up and realize that I could choose, you know, I had fallen into this trap of kind of feeling like, Oh no, this is my routine. I can't fall out of routine because if I don't have my routine, I don't know where I'll be. Right. Um, but lately it's been kind of neat. Yes. There's been some weight gain, probably like 20 pounds. (laughs) Or like, and like size gain, like I'm in different size clothes and everything, right? Um, But there's also been other things that have been very, and and not to say that's not lovely, because really it has been a lovely journey. It's been actually a lovely journey to be okay with my size, my weight, and that whole process. and, And to be accepting and welcoming of me on in any shape or form, right? So that's been a nice healing process to be like, oh, I don't like, I only get to be deserving of love and appreciation and friendship and all of these things if I'm a certain image, right? Like if I look a certain way kind of thing and if I, those kinds of things where I'm like in the process of dispelling all those lies and it's been really healing to actually do that and to be accommodating and accepting and and all of that. So that's been cool. And then also just this like little tiny journey, as I was saying, of like knowing when to take breaks. Like I have this friend that was such a good example to me. She just mentioned, hey, I'm not going to be here this week, da, da, da. And then I find out later she just like had this wonderful little vacation, got to see family, got to be, um, you know, on a beach. And, and she just made that happen for herself. And it was just like this moment of feeling like you can just do that. You can just like go and put in all this effort to like arrange for, you know, everybody to be taken care of and all this stuff, like just for you, basically, you know, like not for any specific appointment or course or work or whatever, not because of practical necessary things, but for the, for the soul, right? For the heart and for, you know, like we do all this stuff for the physical well-being, like, and, and all this kind of stuff, right? But like... It was just so sweet to just see this example of doing something for fun, right? Like just for pure fun, 
Not because of duty, anything, but just for pure fun kind of thing. And I was just so impressed. And it was just like, it was a good example to me of sticking to our, what we need, right? What we need in a way that nobody else will know that we need that, um, except for ourselves, right? And that was just like pure bravery in so many ways for me to watch that example. And... I'm about to step into that zone right now, right? Like, I actually am. So basically, I'm in a situation where I'm like, hey, I have scheduled for myself to be able to do this thing where I go and help my daughter go to this experience um, in a place that we don't live, like, 12 hours away, right? Um, And my whole thing at first was like, oh, I'll drive her down. It'll be fine. And then we'll sort it from there. But then as time went by, I was like, oh no, but I would like my husband to come because I want him to be helping me with that goal because I can't do that by myself, like in a way that where I can feel like it'll actually get done in a good way kind of thing. So then I was like, okay, well then I need him with me. That's great. And then, but then all the while I'm like, oh yeah, like let's like bring along some friends. So we have like three other people in the vehicle with us and Um, And then there's this idea of like, oh, so yes, that's the plan. Yes, that's ideal. And then, yes, there's like a certain amount of days that we would be away, right? And then it's like, but but then what, right? So then it's like, okay, so then the passport's on its way. But then it's like, but then when is it going to arrive, right? But then there's the other thought of being like, but it's going to be okay either way. Because thankfully, another parent can do the driving if the passport doesn't arrive. And then thankfully, if the passport doesn't arrive, I still have support, right? And so thankfully, whether regardless the passport arrives or not, thankfully I've gained as strong enough a testimony that regardless, a break needs to happen, right? Whether the break is going to happen through service, you know, service in another mode, like if the passport arrives, or if the break happens that passport doesn't arrive, but we still take a break, right? We still do something where it just feels like we get to do what is us. And we get to do what we want to do, right? And I was like, oh dear, this is going to be fun regardless, right? So I've been packing bags. Um, (laughs) and, And it's been fun to just be like, oh yeah, like this is what our inventory is for this. And like, you know, what else do we need and all of this stuff. And it's been nice too, because like at first I was just kind of like, well, how is this going to happen? But like literally we have how many families helping us with this support? We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have seven families that are happy to be taking care of everything else in our lives while we go and do this, right? Like, plus probably eight, nine, probably nine families. There's nine families involved in this whole endeavor to, to make this happen, right? And I'm just like, that's so sweet, right? And all serve from one little person's idea, oh, hey, I want to go travel this, week, this summer or something, right? And then it's like, okay, well, what could we actually do, right? Like, what could be a thing that we could actually make happen? It's like, this is the most basic version of what we can do, right? go and travel 12 hours away, have everybody else taken care of. Um, Thankfully, we know nine other families that care about our goals. So they can just like 
make sure that everything else is, everyone and everything else is taken care of so that we can feel kosher and feeling like this could be a good experience for everyone potentially, right? And so I'm just like over the moon, right? Like I'm over the moon because like this is like the first time in like 13 years that my husband has been able to take off like a week's work of work to be able to do something that's just not like not just straight up emergency or moving mode or anything like that but it's just literally just a fun time like just to breathe just to sleep just to respite just to like vacation right like actually know what a vacation might look like you know like even in small ounces right or even in big ways right like we just don't know yet so anyways I'm kind of in that boat right now of feeling very proud of feeling like one proud that like I don't know like Heavenly Father could like be so kind and like just like be so observant of me as his daughter to just like even just the momentum and the message that like these people would be willing to take care of me and my kids and all of this kind of thing that's awesome and then for just like the even the momentum of feeling like all the people that would be willing to help expedite the passport experience are willing to help with that, right? So that's cool. And then just like, I don't know, just feeling like I'm so grateful that, that everything is like, you know, when you go through those moments where you're just like, this is just pretty well kind of perfect, right? Like, is this so sweet that I get to have like a perfect experience just for a moment? You know, a perfect moment of gratitude? Like, that is so cool. Like, thank you so much that I get to be a beneficiary of with of so much that's inspiring so much gratitude right now, right? So that's kind of where I'm at with that. So I'm just like so over the moon, so grateful, and feeling like we got this, right? We got it on so many levels, and and I'm really thankful that that we can be taken care of and I just feel like Heavenly Father is so good and I'm so glad to have that support 